Welcome to Dr. 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard length ladder. I am your host, Kat, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Grand Masters and Master Shortcaster, Dragon Rider. And unfortunately, Mage Death is out this week, and instead we have our guest host, Smarms. How you doing? Hello. Hi. So Still excited. It's very exciting. So we'll, we'll we'll talk to you in one second, Smarms. But we're first we're gonna hit last week's poll question, which was, uh, what day or uh, what a day of announcements with everything revealed. We want to know what was the most surprising non-expansion part of the announcement. Vote and share your thoughts. So we had thirteen percent say revamped events. Uh, 13% for new cosmetics, and then 73.9% saying Frozen Throne in Standard. <laughs> yeah, I guess a lot of people want to uh, play with those cards. <laughs> I mean, it is, to be fair, that is the most, like, not since Doom in the Tomb. <laughs> Uh, have we yes. had such a sh- uh, a short term shake up to standard? But I mean, yeah, seems to be seems to be doing a lot better than uh, I remember Doom in the Tomb. So <laughs> I was gonna say I um, am like newer to Hearthstone, so I'm delighted by I missed out apparently on the Doom in the Tomb era. Although that sounds like a blast. I love no, that. no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> It was terrible, and I hated hey, it. Complete messes can be a blast too. All right, just because it's a completely it, unmitigated disaster doesn't mean it's not also a little bit funny. It was. I, I don't know if you've seen anybody playing Evolve Shaman, but imagine Evolve Shaman was like really, really, really good, and then everybody played it, and then it took. Like, they just did not do any adjustments. So the whole, like, three weeks to month that it was in, that was that was the meta. That was it. Oh, just complete chaos just, all like, the time. Okay. Uh, just Evolve Shamans. And, like, just the whole time. too. Because, like, if you're playing Evolve yep. Shaman, you know, you're taking that risk knowing that it's, like, not as consistent as other things. Whereas, but like, everyone... at that time, like, all of the... Like, there was a lot more Evolve effects. Mm-hmm. And the cards that you would evolve into, like, the stats just across the different, uh, like, mana costs huh. were pretty good and consistent. So it wasn't oh. like, oh, I'm going to evolve into something bad. Like, not really. Like, you had, like, oh, I'm going to evolve into something average or, like, something good. <laughs> so they There was a card yeah. called, uh, very similar to the Wild Paw Noel, the, or the... Uh, the five four ten cost, but it was a yeah. seven mana the Mogu Flesh Shaper. There was a three four rush for seven that you could get out for free in turn with the desert hair, which was a three mana one one, summon two copies of this minion. They were oh all God. three drops. And you would evolve into yes. a board an eight drop and three four drops. And then on like turn three, uh, yeah, on <laughs> turn three, <terrifying>. yes. <laughs> and this was also the, during the time of Quest Shaman, which the old Quest Shaman was your hero power becomes your battle cry, pay two mana, your battle cry effects trigger twice this turn. Oh my god, that yeah. is <laughs> that is too many. Th- All right, yeah, I now so understand why it was like, and you couldn't play anything else. 
like yeah, yeah. it was it and was then, pretty it was pretty miserable and then it was just a slot machine of like well <laughs> and that nobody like they because it was a short time thing that they were doing they didn't want to make any changes so like basically like a couple days in everyone was like something should change with these like something should get nerfed or something should happen because this is way too powerful and they just didn't change anything the whole like three or four weeks that that was happening so they just decided yeah. everyone could live with an unbalanced complete chaos system which i mean they did go back and say afterwards essentially that like that was a mistake and they learned from it which i think is part of why we're also seeing like so many frequent changes and stuff now yeah so, like they don't want that to happen but yes so uh so that was kind of the last time we had something like this so now the frozen throne being in standard is like is, is good and bad you know it's like okay is this gonna be like a repeat hope not but <laughs> but like a lot of the things that like were powerful back then don't have the same oomph to them now because a yeah. the component parts like priest doesn't have access to barns so big priest isn't nearly as horrifying um they also don't have spell stones which were a very very uh easy way to resurrect everything in a much more consistent manner so like oh, it was that sounds terrifying oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> big yes. priest big priest was uh, i mean i think it still probably is an issue in wild or like it, i don't yeah. know i don't play wild but like from from my understanding it was a of problem child for a while so but like the the big priest effects aren't very um terrifying anymore like the 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 most the the card that is still super annoying is spreading plague spreading plague is still just oh my god i hate this card <laughs> it's just like oh now like Druid did not need to have Spreading Plague back. It just did not. It did not. Like, I forgot. I repressed the memories of Spreading Plague. And, like, all I can say is, thank God, Branching Paths is not a card in... Do you remember Branching Paths? It was the uh, either draw a card, gain six armor, or give your minions plus one attack. Twice. Do you remember that? That was like one of the key like to token druids back in I was I was gonna say, were you playing when that was around Smarms? No, I've okay. only played oh, okay. like I just hit a year in August, I think. And you have okay. to understand I didn't hit gold okay. until like January twenty twenty two. So what was the, what was <laughs> the expansion so if you started in January, did you say? Or what was the expansion that what the game was on? honestly couldn't tell you i know i played <laughs> doom hammer a lot and it's okay. like because yes. all these things where it's like i kind of just assumed that it was consistent like i didn't have any idea of like these gigantic updates and so the first like update that i really saw was december of um 2021 and i'm like this is a different game this is like fundamentally different than the game that i've been playing and kind of where i really started to get into it more okay so, so that um, was Stormwind. No, not yes. Stormwind. Uh, it was uh, um 
It was when the newer quests came out. Yeah, that's Stormwind. I didn't Wind. know they had old quests. So yeah. like, yes. Every time I hear, like, I'm like, that's not a quest I remember. And then I learned, oh, yeah, we have had quests before. So it's, like, constantly <laughs> always, yeah. like, learning. But consequently, all this, like, really crazy stuff makes me then excited because I don't know the chaos that's going to unfold. <laughs> well, yeah, you probably look at this and go, oh, cool, we have new cards. And then everybody else is like, oh, no, this card's back. Anyone Uh-oh. actually informed, like, knows the disaster that this is going to cause. And I'm like, I just put the pretty card in my deck. So. It's, it's interesting because, like I said, like, a lot of what was terrifying at the time of Knights of the Frozen Throne is significantly less terrifying because of parts that are not there. Like Anduin, like the, the priest death knight card was a scourge because there was a card that was a uh, Reno effect where if you had no copies in your deck or no duplicates, your hero power becomes free. And priest had a his hero power is deal is the shadow bolt of you know deal two damage, yeah. but it refreshes every time you cast a spell, kind of like how okay. uh, the druid's hero power or um uh, the demon death knight's hero or not death uh, knight the demon hunter's yeah. hero power Kurtis's hero Kurtris. power yeah re- he th- refreshes every time you attack, but this did it every time you cast a spell. And it was free every time. So it was just, yeah. Been on the anti-hunter when like, um, yeah, it's uh, like quest that. hunter. Yes. It's like, okay, hero powers should not stack. It can't be both free and refreshing. You have to pick one. Otherwise it's mean and shouldn't happen. And I'm not good enough of a player to play around that. <laughs> some of the times there's just, it's just a bad matchup. Like it's some of the times that deck just, draws yeah. draws everything <laughs> it needs. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Sometimes there was no playing around it. You yeah, just exactly. watched it happen and you're like, well, now I'm dead. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it was like that, but there was no quest. It was just literally you just hit Raza, Raza the Unchained, your hero power becomes free, and then you hit your, you hit your Death Knight card, which also comes with Shadow Word Ruin tagged onto it. It kills minions that cost five or, or with five or more attack. So it would clear a board and then they'd start gatling away, essentially the same way as, as Hunter does, but without having to do any like quest setup. <laughs> just, yeah. If they drew the right things, they would yeah. like just auto get it. Oh my gosh. I can see why yeah. that was. Yeah. And, <laughs> and terrifying. To and that was, back. Yeah, and that was like radiate radiate elemental was around at that point in time, and then um, Lyra the Sun Shard, which is the the priest legendary. When you cast a spell, it puts another priest spell in your hand. Like so, that's how you would also like chain things. But then there was also um, Prophet Velen, which goes back, which was one of the original classic priest legendaries, which is a seven mana seven seven that doubles healing and um damage from spells and mind blast was a thing mind blast was a two mana deal five damage to your opponent spell yeah i would have lost my 
god dang mind <laughs> if I had to play against that. I'd be like, I hate this game. What is going on? All right. I can, you know yes. what? This makes a lot more sense now why everything was so dramatic. Like, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Things were very powerful. Just... I mean, they're powerful now, but like, yeah, the, the these cards coming back. I think for a lot of players who have been playing, it's very exciting, right? Because they're like, oh, cool, there's going to be all this powerful stuff again. But yeah, lack of other cards that combined with, you know, these from other sets that made some of those really shine aren't there. And also, like, there has been some power creep in the game. So I I think a lot of the Frozen Throne cards right now, like, don't really feel like they're doing a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, a few here and there kind of seeing play, but... Um, I want to I want to transition us into yes. kind of talking about Smarms a little bit here and and you know getting to know you a little bit better because okay first you said you've only been playing for a year uh, at a this year point like just about three, a year four months ish now okay yeah. so um, first of all you haven't uh you haven't gotten to experience adding a new class into the game yet right because you joined after uh, demon hunters were already in yeah and so like this is kind of wild for me because like you know every time i like look to at the cards it's like i know it's a new class but i still like occasionally look like oh is this gonna be a mage card and it's like no that's not how this is working this time (laughs) and so it's like wild i'm very excited i um just got into playing Battlegrounds for like a month before they added Naga and I had a blast with that. And so like, that seems like another like fundamental shift. And so I'm excited to see how it plays out in standard. Yeah, it's pretty much going to be like Naga and yeah. Battlegrounds play Death Knight <laughs> and win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I had a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Like, you know, I was, I was my like second month into battlegrounds it's like all right i'm clearly not going to be doing okay let's just uh get the most absurd minions that i can and we'll see how it goes i think that was how i got the achievement of winning a, a lobby without taking damage was just pure naga <laughs> that's amazing yeah. Yeah. yeah and i could see how it would have happened you know like back before they um took a few of those cards out you mm-hmm. could really um if you got the right combos going, there was just no beating, like uh, a really good Naga build. Yeah, they the card that triggered all your uh, cards spell craft effects, <laughs> like yeah. that that got taken out, and it was just like combined with the one that gives plus one every time a spell craft happened, mm-hmm. and so at the end you would just be cycling through these. Oh things, yeah, like it was ridiculous. Adding, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. So I'm I'm excited to see you experience a new class getting added into the game uh, for your first time. Because I think for a lot of us, like when we first saw, you know, and we went, what, it was like six uh, and a half, seven years almost, so like before launched, they added Demon Hunter. So it launched in 2014 mm-hmm. and then it was 2020. So yeah, it was like Demon- six and a half. Yeah, it was April, April of 2020. Yeah, so yeah, six and a half years old, roughly. Yeah, somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah, if you count beta, which you probably should. I do, since yeah. I started playing in beta, <laughs> so I count it. my brother started <laughs> nagging me to play, was like the 2014 beta, and then it took, you know, clearly seven years. Um, 
but wow. I So like, okay, so it's been, I guess like every two years adding a new class is kind of an acceptable timeline, right? That's not going to like give you too much to too quickly yeah it's yes. it's two full rotations so it's it's a lot of um it's a lot of time to it, it it's got like i mean that's so essentially i mean so three six nine nine whole expansions in between if you count um uh ashes of outland which is where demon hunter came out so that was the first okay. one to come out and then we have you know that year the next year and this year so it's nine whole sets if you count march of yeah. the march of the lich king so okay okay so i'm looking like i you know two years ahead now and i'm ready for my monk class i was like, gonna say go. that's, <laughs> that's what i want i was gonna say what are, where else are we going with this because it's it's gotta Monks. be monk because uh, because the timing is like very accurate too, because they're just coming out with you know this shortly after the the release of Wrath of the Lich King Classic. So like, I feel like this was all pretty much timed. <laughs> so I don't know a lot of WoW lore um, mm -hmm. because uh, I I get chastised frequently for shipping uh, Jaina and Sylvanas, but uh, <laughs> setting that aside as like an evidence of me not knowing WoW lore. Are monks the one that, like, I have a recollection. This is also just pure conjecture, like, guessing. Um, were they related to the, like, do they have something to do with, like, the pandas and the mm -hmm. golems? Pandas. Okay. pandas. I love jade golems. <laughs> I, like, I will occasionally play a few wild games and, like, borrow people's decks just so I can play the jade golems because yeah. I find that so much fun. So I guess if, like, they circle monks back in, hopefully they'd bring that stuff um back too because that seemed fun as heck yes. yeah yes jades were a problem yes that's correct <laughs> <laughs> yeah i tend to like problematic things as my you oh. know wow ship can show you like <laughs> it's it's fine there 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 was a card put out in uh frozen throne that dealt with it the six mana four six that uh, deletes all yeah. one cost spells. One cost spells. Yeah. Nice. I think it's ravenous cool. Yeah. Something I just, like I that. I just remember yeah. me hungry, it's... you tasty is the, the, <laughs> the voice, the voice line. line. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love that. And also, like, I can't even remember cards that I'm actively playing and have been, like, very dedicated to, like, the decks that I very much enjoy. And so I'm, like, really impressed when you pull off, like, six mana, six four. I'm, like, I don't even know that for the thing that I'm actively playing. <laughs> I mean, it was, an, it was yes. a very impactful. Jades were a big thing, and that was a just a natural, like, like it cuts off your jade package, like. Okay. Other than as Druid, like, so there's no, yeah. like, it ends the endless jade, but you still had, like, you know, obviously, um, all the other cards, but it prevented the infinite, so. Yeah. All right, I could really see how that would be a nice kill. I always feel that way about, like, any sort of weapon kill in the Paladin that gets the 2-5 where they only take half damage. Mm -hmm. I still yeah. can't deal with that, like, um... <laughs> 
You know, unless I have some sort of like wep- yeah. uh, weapon kill, it's mm-hmm. just like, all right, I'm losing to this paladin, and it's gonna be slow too. I'm gonna drag this out. <laughs> yep. Yeah, rounds. that that sounds right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Forty-five I... minutes standard game. Well, that's where the Rustrot Viper comes in. If you're if you're a deck that can't, <laughs> if you experience a lot of paladin, Rustrot Viper is worth one spot. So yeah. Cause it just it shuts them down. Like I was I was playing Ramp Druid a couple weeks ago, and like I kept seeing Paladin, and I just put a Rustrot Viper in a forty card deck, and just I would literally hold it in my mulligan when I saw a Paladin. It was just like I'm I'm never trading this. This needs to be in my hand. They slam Cariel, and you slam the Viper, and it's like, what are you gonna do now? Yeah. <laughs> That's honestly so smart, and particularly in the 40-card decks where, you mm-hmm. know, you've just got that extra space. All right. Yeah. And start planning ahead, maybe. Depends on your deck, really, so. <laughs> yeah. So, Dawn, continue your questions. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. No, that's good. That's good. Well, you know, I was I was just wanting to ask you about, you mentioned applying Battlegrounds, and you've played some standard um, I just want to get like, you know, just a little bit more info there. So I, I know, I know I'm very familiar with you. I go to your streams a lot. You know, I've had you on another podcast, uh, you know, chatted and I recently saw you, uh, in a little video you did a little interview and you said that your whole shtick is doing these things badly And here I am looking at, like, your battleground rank and then, like, looking at your standard rank. And I'm going, what? What do you mean you do things badly? I don't think so. So please talk about, like, your accomplishments and how how far you've gotten on ladder and and stuff. Um, So I still, I guess the thing is, I do badly for how much time I spend in this game is my thing. And, like, the other thing is, like, Yes, I I can figure out the ideas of like what would work. I'm still going to accidentally play the wrong card, you know, at least 45% of the time <laughs> or like not pay attention and buy a completely different class in Battlegrounds and like, oh, that fits in nowhere with the current build that I've got going. Um, so I guess it's uh, being chill about, you know what, I could be hyper competitive about this, but I'm trying not to be. Uh, although that's like my natural inclination. Um, so with battlegrounds, I my favorite thing to do is to hit the top floor and then just play as stupidly as I can, because um, you can do really funny things in there when you're playing really dumb. Uh, you know, just like endless frogs, I think is one of my favorite things. Um, and then in standard. Uh, I got really close to hitting Legend a few months and then like just being one game off and not making it by the end of the month. I was just like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna chill out on this because otherwise I could dig in and do nothing but play standard, not hang out with friends, not see my like nieces and nephews. <laughs> We're just gonna go hey, hard who, on this. <laughs> who needs any of that? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yes. You you are what six over six thousand over sixty five hundred in battlegrounds, which uh, at least like you are 
much higher into the over 50% of players. You're in the top 50% there. You just mentioned multi players are like one game a month. And so I feel like that's where it's like, that's where it's okay. If you look at time versus. Oh, am I? I'm sorry. You are not giving yourself enough credit here. I just, I have my head like in my hand, just like, oh my gosh. Past, like, giving complex. Okay. <laughs> okay. And multiple months you have been on the cusp of hitting legend. Okay. And every time that I seem to be in your stream, you're always like in diamond ranks. But yes, please continue telling me about how bad of a player you are. Yes, let's let's okay. go. <laughs> so I play on stream about 12 hours a week. And then I play off stream about like 45 hours a week. <laughs> and so, so yes, fair. you're not wrong. Like I certainly, I would say like am above average, but I would consider average a person who's playing like a game a week and so um that's where the discrepancy comes in perspective perspective okay well good all right so now everyone kind of has a baseline of where swarms is at she is much better than she gives herself credit for Mm -hmm. uh she plays a lot and can't tell you card names and i love it and that's okay (laughs) because sorry i'm we're just, I'm going to drive things off the rails. Sorry, everyone. So uh, Dragon Rider was, um, uh, oh my gosh. It's not, what it, it's not called casting. There we go. I can't even remember normal words. Um, casting good. for a Battlegrounds <laughs> thing that I tried to do. And so like, um, I think the good example of like what goes up, happens in my Hearthstone games and why it's like, mm, not that great. Uh, first game did way better than I've expected to. Second game, forgot that I had a quest, just straight up forgot that quests existed in Battlegrounds. And it's like, when you're playing competitively, like maybe that's something you should remember. I don't know, just throwing it out there. It's possible, (laughs) might help, could it hurt? I like died and I'm like, oh, I was only one off from completing that quest. And I'm like, you know, 11 turns in or whatever. Oops. Sorry. It happens to the best of us. Get back on I mean, let's put things in context here too. Like I'm like I wouldn't say I'm a dedicated Battlegrounds player, but I hang I'm right now I'm around like fifty eight hundred and I play you know, multiple games a week. So like uh, you're considerably higher than I am. So I also uh on like when I'm uh playing just uh while streaming you know obviously not while i'm competing or anything my chat is giving me great advice also sometimes terrible advice on like really (laughs) dumb things to do yeah it's like this isn't this isn't me alone this is a lot of times a group effort (laughs) the high mind is trying to come up with an idea okay so what i just heard is you would be better at battlegrounds if chat weren't telling you the wrong things got it okay now we're on the same page (laughs) but i learned how to play battlegrounds from chat and people panicking because you know like with a little bit of delay and streaming and having to type stuff out it's like all right guys i've got two seconds left somebody better make a choice otherwise nothing's getting spent but uh yeah just pure (laughs) chaos all the time so i love it question going back to standard so what kind of decks do you find yourself playing like what what kind of player are you 
when you're playing standard? This is once again where I can't remember the names of anything. Okay. I know there's like different metas. Um, the things that I enjoy the most tend to be like uh, the Murloc Shaman that was like really popular in the summer. And I really love the um, way it spirals out of control quickly and you know if you're going to win on turn five or not. Like that quick game. And so like consequently, I've also been loving... Somebody called it Enrage Warrior, but I heard that used to be like a keyword. So like, I don't think I have the right name for it. Um, it but, uh, yeah, it is. It's still, what it's being called it's right being now. It's being floated yeah. around because the, the concept is the same. Yeah. Right. So I've been loving that because, uh, you know, that uh, knowing how you're going to do on um, turn six is really, really key for me um, with the short attention span and everything. Um the other, like, I loved Doomhammer. I'm not sure that I liked that as a full, like, meta and idea um, as much as it was just the first deck that I got into and, you know, finally, like, learning how to stack cards and everything. Um, I I also like the decks that tend to have, like, a little bit of chaos in them. Um, so I'm playing a, a mage version right now. I think... It's going by the name Ping Mage. So the other thing is, like, I'm terrible at building my own decks, so I have to, like, look online for advice. Because <laughs> if I were to build my own decks, it's going to be, like, a bunch of one-cost things and then all the ten-cost things that I could ever possibly have. And it's like, mm, that's not quite what balance is. <laughs> um, so there's this Ping Mage where I think I, with, like, the, uh, I think it's, like, Grey Sage Parrot, maybe mm -hmm. something? It repeats... Yep. Yep. The um and so I was able to have uh um combined with like its own effects. I think I had Rune of the Archmage mm -hmm. go off five times in a game, and I I live for that chaos. <laughs> I live for it. Like, <laughs> it's good. It seems so mean, but it's so funny because <laughs> it's like I don't know what's gonna happen, but we're on this journey together, guys. <laughs> You know, that is one thing that I will say I just I love about like Hearthstone and the digital games is that you could be like, I don't really know what this does. It's just going to do random stuff. I, I can't even tell you what it's called, but like I played it five times in a game and I did stuff and it was great. Like, I just I love that about the digital card games. I was going to say, and just the joy that it brings on like when you like it got uh, it, the fifth one finally performed something really clutch for me because like I was. Uh, dying, um, as you can tell by needing to play that fifth rune of the Archmage. It froze Denathrius, like their Denathrius, and then it played the cheap spell that uh, destroys frozen things. And with that, I was able to turn it around. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so, so yeah, good. you're right. I love the just chaos. <laughs> and I couldn't have planned that if I'd tried. <laughs> so the game just doing it for me, that a-okay in my book. Very good. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> it Sorry is about my tie, right? <laughs> no, you're fine. I just wanted to, to get that out there. Have, have you played another deck then you might like? Uh, have you seen the uh, aggro druid that's going around? I have. Um, I 
let me be real uh, about my personal failings for a second. If I get beat by a deck too many times, I'm like, I don't like this. I'm not going to play it. <laughs> so I, like, I yeah. put off like playing Hunter for forever because of that. Um, and, you know, getting punched in the face by that druid a few times. <laughs> so I haven't tried it yet, but it does definitely sound like something fun. It is definitely a deck that if you're not winning by turn five... Um... You might not be winning. <laughs> so All right. I love that. I'll have to check it pretty out. Pretty much. Yes. Also, no shame. Like I'm one hundred percent a net decker. I do not build that. Uh, yeah, decks. me too. Yeah. So like, like it, that's someone else's job and like other people perfect <laughs> it. And I just go I, mean, I try building decks. I mean they're not that great, but <laughs> And so like I just assumed because like when um the release that came out in December 2021, I was like asking my brother for advice. He, you know, having started in 2014, he doesn't really like consistently play anymore. He was able to put together something that was like my best deck ever. Um, and so I was like, oh, I, this is clearly a thing that I should learn how to do and just get demolished every time I try to build my own deck. Um. It's it's one of those things where you have to keep in mind like hundreds of cards if you're doing that, and it's just, yeah. I mean, Smarms' face. She had like an absolute just disgusted look on her face. Like, oh my no, no, like that's just way too many cards. <laughs> A full set is what 180 cards. Like up to this point, yeah. like, like the, well. 30, yeah, 135 plus and then the 35. mini set. Yeah, so mm -hmm. that's 170 cards. Like, yeah. Now, obviously, three times a year. <laughs> yeah, obviously that's like you you cut that down to like 30, 40 class cards plus another like 150 um, neutral for the yeah. year, and then like you double that at the end of the year and then you have all the core the 135 core cards like so like you're looking at a wide variety of cards to keep in mind and like it's it's there there are a lot to hear there are a lot of people out there who are way better at the game than us that um <laughs> put out decks and um find what works so like, yes and yeah, some of my favorite deck building is copy C, copy V. Mm -hmm. <laughs> control right? C, control V. Like, there you go. That's, that's and if my I feel uh, deck really frisky, I'll exchange one card, you know. That's, you I mean, that's New deck. a great idea. I mean, I, in all honesty. <laughs> it really like, is. Like, yep. if you find yourself in, like, a pocket meta where something keeps hitting you and you're like, man, if I only had this one card, I'd be doing way better, like find something and swap one of the cards out like i was gonna say and then for when that hunter was dominating i can't think of like one card that would have fixed that except for like just like a little please don't you know like a little um you, you know fixed... thing that you could yeah that i don't i don't know i was never like that it was just like please don't try all ferocious howl uh, no, they're playing against me. Of course they have both ferocious howls and such a time we matter. So they just always seem to have like the exact cards they need. And then I played Hunter for a while and it's like, oh, I cannot draw the wrong thing. Like this is literally so good. Everything just works. Um, so <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Okay, well, let's move into the short, almost non-existent news. We have um, really the only thing I could find since Mage was out. Um, uh, out of Cards confirmed that the Death Knight's upgraded hero power is confirmed to summon a 2-1 ghoul instead of summoning a or two one one ghouls so apparently there was some debate about this and blizzard confirmed team five confirmed that it was in fact going to be just a single two one ghoul and people are speculating because corpses so they want to let things pile up too much um really the only other news is we got we got more cards and we have yeah a release schedule and we're probably going to be talking about cards for the next couple weeks. So, yeah, I would say I think the only other thing that I did see um, is that kind of last week, um, some people may have seen it like on Twitter, uh, Guide Dev, who was someone who was uh, working on Hearthstone Access, which basically was a mod that allowed blind and low vision players to actually have a version of Hearthstone to play, um, made a post about how basically they just weren't able to do it anymore and they were going to, you know, be stopping it. And I feel like, you know, a large portion of the community, like just kind of came together and like rallied together to be like, Hey, like they, there was petitions on like change.org, which, you know, I, I made sure I was like, yeah, I'm signing that. Like, you know, for basically for Blizzard to kind of step up and actually put accessibility stuff like that in the game itself so that people who are blind or have low vision or other accessibility needs can play the game because it's it's actually a pretty large chunk of the community that's not going to be able to play the game anymore uh, with that. And they did actually make a, you know, a blue post, a forum post, uh, in the forums, uh, basically saying that, like, they've seen all of this outpouring, they saw that post, and uh, that essentially, like, they said, okay, this is something that we are going to shift our focus instead of doing things that help that Hearthstone access, they are going to be shifting their focus into how do they make changes to actually make that an accessibility thing that's part of the game itself. So, I mean, I, I'm going to say, like, huge, huge kudos to uh, Guide Dev and the whole community on, like, really bringing that attention and, you know, creating that. And for the devs on recognizing and saying, hey, this this is something that people want and that should be in the game. So for them to say, we're going to shift our focus and, and work on that. Um, absolutely fantastic. And I, I hope that it takes... You know, it, they did say it's going to take some time, but I hope that the amount of time it takes is not a long amount of time. Yeah, I hope so, too. Something yeah. that they'll be able to implement quickly, you know, and considering that it was yeah mainly a team of one that was uh, yeah. working on this before. Hopefully they, with their team, be able to get it together. Um, and I think this is just a good reminder to everybody that corporate bullying is an important part of life. Uh, and mm -hmm. good to do for keeping things accessible. Exactly. Inclusion, yes. inclusion, <laughs> inclusion. Yep. Yes. Well, uh, uh, the only thing that I could find on tournaments, uh, yes, because I think uh, we already kind of talked about, 
you know, the Masters Tour Fall Championship stuff that happened. Uh, but coming up this coming weekend, November 12th and 13th, is the next Lobby Legends Battleground Tournament. Uh, the broadcast is based on Europe time. So for those of us in like the America region, that's pretty much overnight. <laughs> uh, so for Pacific time, the broadcast basically starts at midnight each of those days. So uh, yeah, very, it's like 3 a.m. Eastern time. If, if you're wondering yeah so that's gonna be happening it's gonna be cool but yeah probably won't be able to catch any of that live um then the other thing is you know kind of uh smarms already mentioned the qualifying <laughs> one of the qualifier weeks um, but this weekend also saturday the 12th and then sunday the 13th is uh this weekend is the championship for the supergirl gamer pro so i will be casting both of those days really excited for that Ooh. And the 12th, uh, the Saturday, is my birthday, too. So I'm like, I'm Yay. so excited. I'm getting to cast so on my like, birthday and do things I love. Yeah. So I'm everybody so make sure to, like, come check out the cast. And That's right. Dragon yes. Rider, happy That's birthday. right. That's what I want. I want for my birthday is everybody to come out and check out the, the tournament and support the freaking women in this community. Because hell yes. That's hell what yeah. I want. Hell yeah. That's, that, if, if you need to give me a birthday present, and that is absolutely free. So. Everybody listening right now, free, free birthday present you can give me. Go check out the tournament and support the women in the community. Yes. Awesome. Excellent. Okay. Well, then let's move to the main topic. And I guess it's just cards, cards, cards. <laughs> Death Knights cards. I don't know why I felt like singing that, but okay. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say that that was almost Cat's, like, the Moonlight song. Uh, oh. You guys know what I'm talking about? Uh, I, nope. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just pull out weird I never saw Cat's. <laughs> I, every time I see it, I wish I didn't. Because it's like, oh, yes, I love Andrew Lloyd Webber. Just kidding. I forgot how much I hate Cat's. But anyways. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I have mixed feelings on Andrew Lloyd Webber. Like, that's I, fair. So I, I just, I don't know. Like, I, I have a personal feeling that you can't do better with Phantom of the Opera than Lon Chaney in the uh, silent version of Phantom of the Opera. So, like, that's my own personal thing. And I'm like, I was going to say, that sounds like your uh, love of OG horror. Whereas, like, I saw Phantom of the Opera at way too young of an age and it informed way too much about my personality that is like carried through to the rest of my life. I uh, gotta have that, uh, you know, um, the electric uh, classic music combo with like mm-hmm. the electric keyboard. Oh, this I really speaks to a deep place in my soul. It's it's don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong that 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 is a wonderful like I, I'm kidding. I love Andrew Lloyd Webber. I'm uh-huh. I'm just I'm kidding on that one. But like yeah. the old school Phantom of the Opera, like the no one has ever tried to replicate Phantom the Phantom like he was in the book because of what Lon Chaney did in the original Phantom of the Opera. And now this feels like I definitely need to see that. Having like loved Phantom of the Opera for go to uh, YouTube my entire life. All right, it's it's literally it's um free. Uh, I think it's whatever you call it, free reign. But it's it, okay. you can find it on like Amazon, like a lot of the old silent stuff. 
you can yeah. find on YouTube or Amazon for free. And I love that stuff. But the main, the only like one I've really seen of that is the um, what's considered like the first sci-fi film, the La Lune, maybe. Okay. Uh, have you seen uh, that? Is if you're into like silent black and white, I know, like totally on topic, very popular nowadays, not at all obscure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's considered like, I think the first like science fiction film and it is hilarious. Okay. Um, so. We'll, we'll, we'll continue on real quick. But uh, <laughs> speaking of like very influential silent film, um, The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Um amazing amazing film and if you're at all a fan of tim burton okay he got his style from that movie like that is that was like such an influential like go go watch that film and then watch anything tim burton has done after that and you will see the influence oh my gosh so it's like the charoscuro like lighting kind of thing if Mm -hmm. also i don't know if that's it's been years since I've done art history. Uh, so I don't know if that's, but it looks very much like the lighting of the Tim Burton. I can definitely see it. Also like the, the like German, like it's a German film and like, it's just like this, the way the backgrounds are and like things are very sharp and like, anyways, it's a phenomenal movie I would recommend it to anyone who has the patience to go watch a silent film because it does require a little bit of patience. Um, but that is like one of my favorite. I'm literally wearing a shirt. This shirt is from is a shot from uh, Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. That's so. amazing. So sorry, sorry for the okay. rant. <laughs> no, it's okay. I I'm totally I lost. I don't always know. make things go off the rails. Like I, I talked about like I don't need help with from, that. Like, 1934. <laughs> that is like uh, only five people in the world have ever solved it. So it's like, oh, you want to know the most obscure piece of media that you've ever heard of? Like we're gonna get into that. <laughs> You know what? Talking about media, I'll bring us back around. Let's talk about death nights. This, I will say, this is one of my talents. I have learned doing these podcasts and casting. I'm very good at tying things together and like segues. So yes, you are. Let's let's talk about. Thank you, death nights. Now, last week, Mage and I talked about death nights a bit. We talked about the everything that was announced. But since neither of you were here last week with us, I would like to ask, first of all, before we talk about cards specifically, how do you both feel just about, like, the introduction of the new class of Death Knights, like, as a class itself and as, like, a new thing? I would like to start with Smarms, especially because this is your first uh, new class. I am very excited. Um, I love the chaos that Naga brought into battlegrounds and so like you know once again hoping that it's like that um it's also nice because like I feel like I've gotten a little bit set in my ways by now on like what you know type uh gosh uh class I play there we go that's the word for category you know um so like with how much I focus like even though I enjoy these other classes I tend to just like stick with what I know. And so the fact that everybody's starting new with this one, I think it's going to be awesome. But it does bring me to the, um, I wish they had let it run with 
the hero power being two one one ghouls and just had that be a balance like a week in like you know like they knew oh, it was gonna need to be God. balanced but let's just let's just get this train oh, off God. the rails as quickly as possible for like a little while um well well okay i will say you weren't you weren't here for when demon hunters were uh were added to the game i'll say it uh nicely um but when they were put to the game, because this was the first time they added a new class, and they said from the get-go, they're like, we want it to be really powerful. Um, I think, what, twice within the first week, multiple cards for Demon Hunter got nerfed, and then they did, like, another one, like, a week after that or something. So day it was one. like Day one. They yeah, day one there was something, the, and then, like, a couple the, days later there was something. Things. They hit, remember, Skull cost five when it came yeah. out, and Imprisoned Etten cost five, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so it was, like, the first day they, they were did. Fixed. They were They had did, that one yeah. on ready to go. And then, yeah, then, like, a couple days later, they did another couple of changes, and then, like, a week after that or something, they did more changes because it was just... They went a little too hard in on the, uh, you know, the, we want this to be powerful and we want people to play the new class. So, yes, it's going to be exciting, but I think they probably won't go too, too hard because of what happened before. But I I do still think a lot of people seem very excited for, for Death Knights. So I, I, I think they'll make them pretty strong. Um, but how do you feel overall about this uh, new class cat? Um. I mained a Death Knight in WoW. Like, Wrath of the Lich King is, like, my favorite expansion of all time. Like, the Death Knight lore is, like, my favorite stuff. And, like, the Lich King being, like, the rise and fall of Arthas Menethal is, like, my favorite part of Warcraft lore by far. So, like, this is, like, super exciting. Like, I was like, oh, yay, we... You know, in Frozen Throne, we got a Witch King card. Like, that's cool. But now, like, you can actually play as Death Knight Arthas. And that's, like, the coolest freaking thing. So, I love it. Okay. So, I will, we'll go the other way now. Now, I would like to hear your experience. I did play some Death Knights as well in WoW. But, okay, Kat. Now, you've played Death Knights. You had the rune system in World of Warcraft. How do you... How do you feel about the runes and the deck building that we're going to see with Death Knights? It just looks interesting. Like it, like the fact that you're going to be able to build your deck around card restrictions um, are locked by runes. I think it's interesting. Um, I have no idea what's going to be good and what's not going to be good and like what rune layouts are going to be ideal, but like, it's just kind of cool that it's like, oh, well, you can only play this this card if you have two frost runes, but this one requires two blood runes, so you have to make a choice on like how you build your deck. So it's like, I think it's a very interesting and kind of a deeper layer to deck construction. So like, I'm super on board for it. Smarms, how do you feel? <laughs> I, I, you know, I've never played WoW, so I don't know how it you know, felt in, um, ingrained with that. But I love it because it allows them to release a ton of really powerful and interesting cards without, like, 
you can't put all those same cards in one deck. And I love that concept because then like you're getting all of the fun options of all the different ideas that they were able to come up with. But still, it's not going to be hopefully too crazy right out the gate. Um, I mean, I guess like I'm hoping for a little bit of crazy, but <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, it just seems like a fun way to balance um, the different things. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree, too. Like, I'm super hyped for this. And I know when like when Mage and I were talking about this last week, it was literally the same day that they made the announcements. But I was so excited when they made this. And that day I was like, I had this idea. And I was like, I love the idea of these runes and how they like impact deck building. And like you said, yeah, they can make some more powerful stuff. But maybe it's like it's three frost runes. So, like, you can only play it in a deck that has, like, all frost stuff. And, and then that allows them to make a, another powerful, like, blood card that you can't play in that same deck. And I loved it so much that I spent the, like, first three and a half days after the expansion stuff was announced outside of my stream. And I put together my own entire, like, what if every class had runes? And, like, this rune system was in, like, Hearthstone as a whole. And, like, I created my own runes and, like, broke it into all the classes and, like, went back and was like, okay, this card from, like, you know, multiple sets ago would be, like, this rune and it'd be, you know. And then I created my own custom cards, like, at one per class and, and put out a video and, like, that w I'd never really done anything like that before, but it was so inspired. And, awesome. yeah, I just, I don't think they actually, well, I will preface that, you know, some people were like, they won't ever do that. I don't think they will. No, I don't think that they actually will implement this rune system to all the classes. It works really well for Death Knights because they had that in WoW. But for Hearthstone, yeah, like you said, like it completely changes the way that they can go about designing cards from the start. And so for me, I'm like, this is really fascinating in terms of just like looking at it for not only the deck building purpose, but how they approach design. And, you know, when I was coming up with my own cards, it was like, okay, well, I could also balance things differently, right? Instead of adjusting, like we've seen, instead of adjusting the mana cost, well, maybe you kind of keep it at that cheaper cost, but you make it three runes instead of two or something. And I think that's like where my real excitement comes in is like balancing the, uh, the runes required. Um, because, you know, currently the best one is like, the cost and then secondly like sometimes changing the health helps but um you know you can fundamentally change what kind of deck it's going to be put in and also like I bet that exercise that you did really like is going to help you understand runes like from the get-go considering how much you've like yeah. tried to balance it and then see like oh, okay this is going to be an interesting system yeah, it really was. And, you know, like I said, I'd never done that before. So, yeah, it was my first dive. And I'm like, oh, like, yeah, this card that I created, I'm like, okay, I could make this pretty powerful weapon and, like, you know, give it extra attack or, like, I could put on that extra durability. But, yeah, we're going to make it the three runes instead of two or, or whatever. And, yeah, so that concept is really, really cool. So with that, we've seen some of the cards. Now they are kind of also doing a little bit of a difference with the way they're releasing and revealing the cards during this reveal season than they have before. 
Uh, and part of that is that they are kind of starting with all the Death Knight stuff because, you know, it's the new thing. So, like, everybody wants, you know, jumping at the bit to see all the Death Knight cards. Um, and they're doing it, actually. Uh, so, like, the first handful of days here, um, they're basically grouping them together. So, like, yesterday we had, they kind of showed all of the um, non-ruined, like, kind of base Death Knight cards. And then today we got all of the frost cards and then tomorrow is unholy. And then the next day is all the blood cards. Um, now, of course they did show like a couple of each during the initial reveal to kind of show the differences and stuff. Um, so we'll see like a couple of little overlaps there, but have there been any cards uh, as in the set or just specifically for the death Knights that either of you like saw and you were like, just just blew your mind that you're like, this card just jumped out to me. And let, let's talk about some of these cards. So, of course, there is one. But why would I remember the name of that? That would be way too helpful. So I think it's like a double green one red. And for the life of me, I don't actually like remember uh, what those different runes amount to. And like, so I... But if it's not being released yet, like maybe I'm just making this up, but I really think the interesting one is um, going to be like the mix of, you know, like where it's like not all purely like the three cost ones that require you to have like a mix of like two and one of another. And I think those will be a lot of fun because it'll give you a lot of flexibility on your one rune cost cards. I'm going to Google that one real quick to see if yeah. I did in I'm, fact make it up. I'm scrolling through right now. I don't see one that is requires all three. Yes. So it's also kind of interesting. If you're looking at the Hearthstone website where they Which have the I cards. Am. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is for everybody. If, if you know, anybody is following along, um, they did also kind of categorize these differently because they're releasing essentially three it's not like expansions but they have like the base you know like kind of core set death knight cards they have the path of arthas cards mm -hmm. and then they have cards that will be specific for death knights but they are part of the actual expansion so like when the expansion rotates you know those cards will rotate so it's uh, you actually have to go under where it says like the march of the lich king uh, expansion and you actually have to click on like path of arthas or you have to look in the other, uh, I think it's just core, maybe. But like, yeah, so you have to you have to filter it differently. I think if you go to uh, standard cards, if you go to Death Knight and then uh, search by standard cards, it shows everything. Okay. I think, so unless I'm missing I'm, something. Yeah, I, I think I so as well, but... I think where I saw this card was in the official release video so like yeah i think it exists but no i, I believe it where? does it's sometimes it's weird when they're when you're doing the um uh the video or the, when you're looking at on their website and sometimes you see something in videos and they don't automatically put it up too it's it's weird it's yeah i don't I'm not 100% sure, but um, okay. some of the legendaries yeah. have, like, really stuck out to me. Um, but I do really love the, like, the triple, um, like, rune legendaries, like Lady Death Whisper, 
four mana, four three undead. Requires all three frost runes, death rattle, copy all frost spells in your hand. Like, seems like a pretty powerful ability considering some of these frost spells you're, I'm seeing. Like, yes. and like, well, the only spells you're going to be running probably are frost spells at that moment in time. Like, I think that's an interesting uh, yeah. thing. I really, really, really like patchwork. Um, not only just because it's patchwork, because patchwork's awesome, um, but um, I like the. Uh, it's certainly it's a very interesting ability. It is very reminiscent of Mutinous. It's a seven mana four six undead. Requires one blood rune. Uh, battle cry: Destroy a random minion in your opponent's hand, deck, and battlefield. So. Um, yeah, you know, I, one thing I think I should have uh, should have prefaced. We kind of brushed over it, but like, if anybody doesn't know how the rune thing works with the deck building, so when you go to build a Death Knight deck, you essentially have like right under the top of the deck, it will have three spots that will be filled in by a rune. Now, uh, let's say the card that you just talked about, Patchwork, it has one blood rune under the mana. So if you were to start building your deck and you put in Patchwork, it will show one of those red blood runes at the top in the little tray. So that means you have two more runes allowed for your deck. So you could put in a card uh, like Frost Strike that has two frost runes under the mana cost on that card. And that would fill in your three runes for that deck. So you wouldn't be able to play anything that has the green, the unholy under that. Uh, and you wouldn't be able to play anything that has two of the red runes because you only had one up at the top. So that's, you know, it, it is quite different for Hearthstone. There's other card games that have things very similar to this. Um, but for Hearthstone, like this is the first time we're seeing this. Uh, so anybody that might be looking at these cards going, okay, I don't <laughs> like, I don't know what that means or not understanding like how it's going to fit. Um, so yeah, if you put in a card like Kat was talking about Lady Death Whisper, that has all three frost runes. So that takes up all three of your, your runes. You can play cards that have two or one frost rune or some of those Death Knight cards that don't have runes at all in that same deck. Uh, but you can't play anything that requires like a, you know, a blood rune or an unholy rune. Um, and this is where we were talking about where it's, it's really impactful and where they can create really powerful cards, but it's going to, you know, cost more of a specific rune, um, which talking about bringing this back around talking about patchwork. I have seen a lot of people talk about that. They can't even believe Patchwork is like a card. How could they do this? Uh, you know, it's, it's going to be so nutty. Um, so again, that's that's the one you just talked about, Kat. The destroy a random minion in your opponent's hand, deck, and battlefield. It is seven mana, but it only requires one blood rune. I don't know, though. Because this means that if people are playing like Triple Frost or mm -hmm. Triple, you know, or Triple Unholy, Patchwork can't even be included in that deck. But mm -hmm. because it is one it can fit into multiple decks. So I, this one is like, I want to feel like it's going to be super powerful, but then also at the same time, it's not going to be seen as often as something like 
uh, Theatar. That's a mm-hmm. neutral that just like gets put in like every freaking deck. You I know? mean, so I, it's I could, so interesting. I compare it to um, Mutinous when I thought of it, and like it doesn't gain any stats, but it does take something out of the battlefield too. So like it's disruption. Like it'll probably see some play because it's going to be good. It's not going to break anything. We already have Mutinous. Like we have Mutinous right now for another like four months. You know. Or until April. So, like, it's not the, like, people, other classes are, play, are allowed to play Disruption, too. Like, I don't think he's, like, the end-all be-all because he's still a seven-mana 4-6. And he's not, um, <laughs> he's not, like, Lady Leadrin, <laughs> you know, with a refill in your hand with uh, Librams. So, like, I I don't think that, like... I'm not saying it's not good. It's going to be it's going to be good, but like we don't we haven't even seen the rest of the cards. Yeah. In the core set for, you know, in the Path of Arthas, like we haven't seen what's coming, so like blood, you know, one blood gem might be like way too much of a cost for you to want to even play it. So like it's yeah, I, I don't know. I think if people are getting worked up about patchwork, uh, they're getting way ahead of themselves. All right. Was there a card that was... Uh, did you find that one you were you were thinking about, Storm? I still haven't. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> like, and, you know, there's like 50-50 chance I made it up. So, but I... I thought it'd be cool if they were like multiple types. And so I guess that's like why it caught my attention in the first place. Um, But, you know, circling back to what Kat was saying, like, I think that's what causes the rune mechanic to be so much fun is, you know, they're going to be able to balance these things in a whole new way. And so it's really going to shift a lot. Like if you change their rune composition, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting yeah i think i'm really excited i know we haven't seen as you know at the time we're recording this we haven't seen the unholy stuff i mean a couple that they did like during the initial reveal Mm -hmm. but we haven't seen like the whole unholy package we haven't seen the whole blood package yet but they revealed all the frost stuff today and let me tell you a lot of these frost effects I, i not a lot but several do things like um, after you cast a spell, deal one damage to two en- random enemies, not enemy minions, enemies, so it can hit face. Spend up to five corpses, deal two damage to a random enemy for each of those. Again, enemy, so it can hit face. Then the other one, another legendary, battle cry, reborn, battle cry, and death rattle, deal two damage to a random enemy. And, oh, I'm, I just, I can't, I'm so excited for that concept. Like, I'm so ready to just put all of, like, jam all of these into a frost deck and just, like, shoot little damage missiles at my opponent's board. And I, I'm, I'm for it. I just, I want to try that. I'm so, <laughs> I saw it's that today. I was like, fun. yes. So it reminds me of kind of, like, a little bit of the most recent Skeleton Mage. And honestly, that mm-hmm. was a blast where, like, you know, you could just end up hitting face occasionally um, when you had your skeletons explode, right? So I feel like it's the um, evolution of that, the much broader, grander, better version. 
I also like I, the card that sticks out to me the most, like that I think is probably a little. I feel like its power is like underrated or like people are like skipping over is body bagger. It's the it's one of the neutral ones. It's a one mana one three battle cry gain a corpse. Um, yeah, that oh. seems a we know how good a one mana one three is, <laughs> and these corpse abilities seem. Like, they're going to be very powerful. So, like, that's two corpses for one mana. Yeah, because so, it's an undead itself. So yeah. once that dies, that'll count as another corpse, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Exactly. That's another thing. Like, I completely forgot about the corpse thing. Yeah, like, exactly. that's a whole new mechanic, too. Like, yep. there's so many things with these death knights. I love the um, how they've explained the corpse mechanic. Because it's like, you're going to have this part you know mid game it's like all right do i continue to save and potentially die or do i like risk it all and try to like go for the biggest play i can and i think that'll be a lot of fun i'm pretty pro zombie so <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes i think that's why i'm like i'm super excited for this um marrow manipulator mm-hmm. it's the triple frost rune card it's a six mana five five undead that has battle cry spend up to five corpses deal two damage to a random enemy for each and i'm just like oh my gosh that's amazing like it's um, really good it's really cool too like with this corpse mechanic they did say on twitter that um the like you don't get a choice so, like, if you were to play this card, if you had five corpses, it would spend all five of those corpses. Like, you don't get to choose, like, nah, I only want to spend, like, two of the five. Like, no, you don't you don't get a choice. Um, all of the cards that have that corpse mechanic, they just, it basically just checks. Like, when you play it, it'll look to be, like, how many corpses do you have? And if it says something, like, up to, it'll spend however much up to that point if you have them. If it says, uh, like, there was one... Um, like draw a card i think and then if you have two corpses draw another like spend two corpses so it'll check to see do you have two corpses if yes it takes those two corpses away and you draw a card if you don't have those that effect doesn't happen okay yeah it's very very interesting and the fact that you don't get to choose is also very interesting i wasn't sure when it says spend up to, I was like, do you get to pick? But nope, nope. that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. This seems like a really good when like you don't have lethal on board, but they don't have any minions. And, you know, if they're like under 10 health, it's like, all mm-hmm. right, I can kill them this turn. A nice exactly. little yeah. finishing move. <laughs> or potentially with Bran, if you have 10 corpses... <laughs> Oh my gosh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, turn nine because you could do marrow manipulator for six and you know play brand beforehand for uh <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. It is. All these new mechanics are just very cool, so Yeah. And and I think that's why it's like it's so interesting that, you know, we're talking about this and like yeah, there's so many different things to keep in mind. Okay, none of us know how Death Knights actually play, so we're just we're totally like weighing this right now, right? We're like, yeah, that's totally gonna be a good card. Or like, I don't know, it could be total crap. But like, we don't know how to evaluate them really. 
uh, or the things with the corpses, like the corpse effect, like for some of those cards, it, it could just be total garbage, mm-hmm. you know, because maybe you can't really generate that many corpses or like it takes a little too long to generate corpses. Or maybe on the other side, it's super easy, barely an inconvenience for anybody that uh, watches <laughs> Ryan George. There you go. Um, but like, you know, maybe it's really easy to, to generate corpses. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I'm just jamming all these like cards that have, you know, spend corpse effects because they're way better than we even think. Um, but like, we haven't gotten to play with them. This is the first time we're seeing these and the rune mechanic changes things. And it's like, there's just so many things going on with these. I, I don't know how to evaluate these yet. Yeah. And I think we won't. There, the only thing I am extremely grateful for is they did not give Death Knight a one-mana hero power. <laughs> like, I don't even really like Demon Hunter's one-mana hero power. So, like, I, st- I mean, the fact that it's one-mana is very, very good. So, like, and that's one of the reasons why it's so good still. It's just like, okay. So, I'm glad it cost two. The hero power feels fair. I don't know. I'm of the that could be balanced later. Let's cause <laughs> absolute chaos initially. Oh, it's, I, it's I, right. I like I objectively acknowledge that you're right while still wishing for the chaos. <laughs> I think there's going to be chaos. You just, there is. just wait. Oh, yeah. Just Fair wait. Oh, I, well, yeah. I would be it's, surprised if there wasn't a hot a skull of Godan hot fix ready to go. <laughs> Yeah. Day one. One of those cards. Well, and, and the fact that because it's the new thing, like there's so many people interested in the Death Knights and how the runes work and wanting to be the first person to get the 1000 portrait and like all that. Like there's going to be so many people playing too that it's it's going to give them a lot of stats and information very quickly on how the cards perform and that kind of stuff too. So if something does need nerfed or something, they'll be able to see that like very, very fast, like probably even faster than normal. I would say. I was going to like, that is one of the cool things about how many people play Hearthstone is the large amounts of data that you're able to gather. So I think you're right. Like they'll have stuff ready, but seeing what they implement is going to depend on how things are going. Yeah, exactly. So, Can I yeah. uh, can I do our poll question? Yeah, yeah, let's do okay. it. Okay. Well, you know, I like I'm so excited. I think a lot of us are really excited for these Death Knights. We're getting to see all of these awesome cards. You know, we talked about some of them here and just the mechanics in general. And now, you know, we want to know. We want to know from all of you, especially after seeing more of these cards. Which of the rune types or or cards are you most excited for? You most excited for the unholy cards? Or unholy runes? Most excited for frost? Or are you most excited for blood? Let us know, and we will talk about it on next week's show. Speaking of the show, you can find us on Twitter at Dr3HS. Email the show at Dr3HS at gmail.com. You can join our Discord by following the top pin tweet on the Dr3 twitter you can find myself on twitter at alkaline underscore cat um and twitch.tv forward slash forward slash alkaline cat dragon rider well i was gonna say i i think i'll let the i'll let miss marms go first and then okay. i'll share where uh where that's you can find me 
Okay, so um, despite going as smarms here, my full username on both Twitch and Twitter is send me your arms. Um, you know, just the most unsettling thing that, so that way you can remember, send me your arms. All right. <laughs> okay, and Dragon Rider. <laughs> Yes, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Donnie DK, D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K, and Twitch and YouTube, Dragon Rider TCCG. Uh, then also every week, also on my YouTube and audio forms, uh, you can hear me talking just about card games in general and just everything that's going on news and competitive and topic-wise for card games over at the TCCG Roundtable. And I will say uh, we have some pretty exciting guests lined up for the next couple of weeks. Uh, this coming Friday, uh, I'm totally going to just, just say it. Unless like something falls through, but uh, we should be getting Lambie, Lambie series on uh, cool. our show this coming week. Uh, he's going to be competing in the Hearthstone World Championship. So we're going to be talking to him like ahead of that. And then uh, we are hopefully next week going to be getting uh, the... 2022 magic world champion winner on the Ooh. show as well so very yes cool. i'm i'm very excited i i hope that uh, it all lines up but if you are interested in talking about that and hearing about my new adventures trying flesh and blood because i just found that card game and uh yeah spent a little bit too money too much money already uh <laughs> <laughs> buying cards that i have no idea what they do uh, yes, so definitely check that out. And of course, we can't forget about Mage. Mm -hmm. uh, you can find Mage on Twitter at Mage of Death, and then go check him talk about uh, Marvel comics and cinematic movies uh, over at Comics Overtime Podcast on Twitter at Comics Overtime. So that's going to do it for us this week. Um, and as always, you've been listening to Dr. Three. Do I want to have two different versions of a rune here or do I want to play a triple? Boom. <laughs>